This podcast deals with mature themes that are intended for an adult audience. The information in this show could be triggering and cause distress for some viewers. If you feel in distress, please seek out help. Please take care in listening. This is The Relationship Review with Delcy Martin. Hey guys, I am very excited to welcome you all to my second Sexy Saturday ever. Today we're looking at masturbation. This show is a total masturbation celebration, but please understand that everyone masturbates differently. Some masturbate often, others don't masturbate at all. Masturbation is a personal choice and there's no right way to go about doing it. My goal with this episode is to create positive awareness around this very natural thing and let people make their own decisions about masturbating by giving everyone supportive, open and educational information. If you're comfortable and happy with the amount and how you masturbate now, I applaud you and I 100% support you. If you're curious about masturbation or how to improve your own masturbation life, this show is for you. Let's begin with a case study. Mark and Shania have been in a romantic relationship for about six months. They've had an enjoyable time connecting emotionally and sexually. They have a vibrant sex life and are looking forward to many years together. Shania came home early from work one evening and found Mark masturbating. She was very upset with him and felt that he was hiding something from her. She told him that he should not be masturbating while he was in a committed relationship to her and that sex that they are having should be enough to satisfy him. All right. Masturbation is a natural act. In fact, ultrasounds have shown fetuses to touch their genitals in the womb. Babies and children touch their genitals because it feels good. There's nothing sexual or deviant about this act. Children are too little to be socialized for these concepts. It just feels physically good to touch yourself. Yet, from an early age, we send children unintentional messages that they should be ashamed about their sexuality. Some people will swat their hands away, telling them the action is dirty or wrong. Even worse, some parents will have no problems letting little boys touch themselves, but a double standard seems to exist for young girls. To support our children in their own sexual journeys, we should normalize that touching ourselves does feel good. There's nothing wrong with doing it, but that these things should be done in private. When I look at Shania's reaction to Mark's masturbation, I wonder how she was socialized to view masturbation. Early negative messages about self-pleasure can absolutely bleed into her adult romantic relationships, and possibly this is going on for our couple. The world sends lots of negative messages about masturbation. I believe that the worst negative message we receive is the efforts our society makes to hide it. 
We see this behavior in Merck when he felt that he had to hide his regular masturbation from Shania. Masturbation is not covered in sex ed curriculum in schools. It's not often represented in major media, and if it is, it tends to be in the context of occurring in very young boys or very sad middle-aged men. In reality, everyone of every age, gender, and orientation masturbates. Women are very, very rarely represented as masturbating in film. Even more rare is a healthy representation of masturbation as part of a romantic relationship. If masturbation is represented as occurring in a relationship, it's usually in the context of the husband hiding his porn use from his wife because he isn't being satisfied sexually. Some people, in general, people tend to consider masturbation as an act for sad people who can't get enough sex, sexual deviants, sex addicts, and all other manner of negativity about this. Solo masturbation is prohibited in some religions and many cultures. If it's not outright banned, then you're made to feel shame for doing it, especially if you're female. First by your family early on in life, but with time, you learn to shame yourself for seeking pleasure in your body. Masturbation is the best way for us to learn about our anatomy and discovering what brings us pleasure. Every person's genitals and arousal inputs are different. People, ma people masturbate in different ways because what brings each person pleasure is so variable. Discovering what brings us pleasure during sex is important, but it becomes challenging if sex is our only frame of reference for what brings us pleasure. By discovering our bodies through masturbation, we can actually enhance the sexual process because we already know what works for us, and it's easier to communicate this to our partners. Imagine if our partners didn't have to guess at what brings us pleasure. This is why the basis of a safe, healthy, and pleasurable sex life is actually something that begins for us in early childhood with masturbation. But when we're denied that aspect of ourselves so early in life or shamed for normal sexual expression, this can set us up for a lot of problems when the time comes to engage in sex as part of our romantic relationship. Masturbation is a form of safe sex. If your partner is carrying an STI, you can still be sexually active during the treatment period by masturbating together. Some public health agencies were actually recommending solo or partnered masturbation as safer sex techniques during the COVID-19 pandemic. Masturbation is a form of sexual expression throughout the lifespan that carries no risk of STI transmission, no risk of pregnancy, and is available regardless if you're partnered or not. Yet despite how safe it is, how healthy it is, and how natural it is, we're reluctant to speak to our children and youth about it. We have over 18 restrictions on vibrators and other masturbation aids. What if instead of giving our young people a lecture on the importance of denying pleasure and abstinence, we give our kids our youth vibrators? Lube, and medically relevant and evidence-based literature and self-pleasure. Imagine a generation of kids who understood their bodies, understood what gave them pleasure, and are able to ask for it from their romantic partners when that time comes for them. What about the concept of masturbation being actively encouraged as an alternative to having intercourse or insertion at a young age? Some food for thought. 
The reason I'm covering masturbation in a relationship show is that masturbation is not just an autonomous form of self-fulfillment. Okay, it's the literal definition of it. But a lot of people believe that masturbation is completely unrelated to partnered sex. And this is actually not the case. There's two theories of how masturbation interacts with partnered sex. They're the compensatory model and the complementary models of masturbation. The compensatory model of masturbation says that the major reason people masturbate is to make up for a lack of partnered sex. It suggests that solo masturbation competes with sex. The underlying belief is that people only have so much desire or ability to be aroused in a certain period of time. It's the whole idea that your partner is only able to orgasm once per day and uses it up on masturbating, they won't have anything left for you. I think this is the model that Shania is subscribing to. She believes that the sex she's having with her partner should be fulfilling enough to keep him from wanting to masturbate. She may have some fears that his masturbating will mean that he will be sexually satiated and not have time for her. The complementary model of masturbation, on the other hand, says that it actually increases the desire for sex and increases the pleasure you receive from sex when you do have it. It also works that partnered sex increases the desire for masturbation. There's evidence to support each of these models. Studies found a relationship between gender and sexual desire where when men had a lower sexual desire, they tended to favor the compensatory model. And when women had a higher sexual desire, they favored the complementary model. In fact, women who had partnered sex more frequently reported masturbating more frequently. As a sex positive therapist, I'm most likely to subscribe to the complementary model of masturbation, but I see how they work together. I believe that evidence found in support of the compensatory model is largely present because of underlying societal stigma and belief that our erotic energy is limited. I also believe that with some open and honest discussion about masturbation, Mark and Shania could each have their sexual needs met while connecting erotically together. Some studies have found that people having less partnered sex than they'd like masturbate more than those in partnered relationships. But people in partnered relationships absolutely still masturbate. It's very healthy to continue to masturbate while in romantic relationships. Many partners, especially women, feel that if their partner feels a need to masturbate, this means that they failed at sexually satisfying their partner. I believe that this is an underlying belief for Shania, which is why she reacted to Mark with so much upset. In fact, in a study of over 1,700 men, the majority of men who didn't masturbate said that their reason was that they were in a romantic relationship and they felt or knew that their partner would be upset if they did that. The desire to masturbate has very little to do with the partner's ability to sexually satisfy their partner. And in fact, many describe masturbation and sex as being two very separate sexual experiences that are very difficult to compare. 
What's truly harmful in having masturbation as part of a relationship is when the masturbating partner is feeling berated or humiliated by their romantic partner for engaging in an activity that's natural, healthy, and they've been doing it for long before they were ever in a dating relationship. This is where my concern for Shania and Mark lie. Shania's feelings of anxiety about this are absolutely valid, but she could do some serious emotional and sexual damage to Mark if conversations about this aren't had in a respectful way. So if you're having struggles with your intimate relationships around masturbation, I invite you to openly discuss this with your partner. Though this seems like a simple relationship issue, it can actually have pretty dramatic impacts on a person's sexual self-esteem. Masturbation can be a relationship adaptation for partners with differing sex drives. One of the most common reasons for couples to seek out sex therapy is because there's different sexual appetites. This is totally normal in relationships. It does not mean that the person with the high drive is deviant or unreasonable, nor does it mean that their partner is a poor sexual partner. It's absolutely possible for everyone's needs to be met in a way that's consensual and respectful to everyone involved. For some, masturbation can be a great way for one partner to meet their sexual needs without adding unneeded pressure to the other partner. More investigation with Mark would be needed to outline his sexual needs. The act of him masturbating while having routine sex does not in and of itself mean that Mark has a large sexual appetite and that his current sex life isn't satisfying. Many men classify these experiences as different. Masturbation can and should be built in as part of your regular care routine, kind of like brushing your teeth and washing your hair. It's actually been rated as the second most effective form of self-care. When you masturbate and reach orgasm, your brain releases all sorts of fantastic chemicals like dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. These chemicals act as a mood aid and a major stress reliever. Another hormone called cortisol is released with arousal and can have a pain-reducing effect, making it helpful with cramping and headaches. A lot of people are uncomfortable with period sex, and that's totally okay. But if you feel up to masturbating during that time of the month, it can be a great help with some of the more annoying symptoms that come with it. If you get regular tension headaches, masturbation can be a fantastic way to lend a hand with these symptoms. Yes, the pun was totally intended there. <laughs> it's also a fantastic sleep aid because after oxytocin is released, then a hormone called vasopressin follows, which is accompanied by melatonin, the hormone that makes us feel sleepy. The health benefits for all of us from masturbation are honestly staggering, but they're especially interesting for men. Studies have found that regular masturbation lowers prostate cancer risk. Men who ejaculated more than 21 times a month had a 31% lower risk of prostate cancer. This number does seem small, but health providers do stress that regular ejaculation can help to maintain a healthy prostate. Another very interesting Welsh study of about a thousand men found that the men who had two or more orgasms per week died at half the rate of men who had less than that number of orgasms per month. These are very interesting findings and they can have a lot of implications for sex education. 
Individuals are very hard on their male partners when they masturbate regularly, and this can cause shame and a knee-jerk reaction to begin hiding this activity. Sexual secrets can be massive stressors on relationships and have damaging effects to everyone's self-esteem. I want to encourage everyone out there to be gentle and understanding with their male partners when it comes to masturbating and have a real conversation as to why this action doesn't sit well with you. More often than not, it has its roots in cultural, religious, or societal expectations that you might have internalized unintentionally. Masturbation is a form of mental health care. Its stress-relieving properties make it an ideal addition to care for symptoms of depression and anxiety. Poor body image interferes with masturbation, but interestingly, masturbation is also associated with positive body image. It's one way of giving yourself appreciation and love. A lot of people are uncomfortable with it because they're uncomfortable with the concept of self-love. It's also wonderful as a form of empowerment. Female pleasure still carries taboo. Men masturbating is considered normal, but when it's a woman masturbating regularly, that's still considered odd. One study found 60% of male participants reported engaging in masturbation in the prior month, as compared to 36.5% of women. Another study of over 1,900 women found one quarter of them had never masturbated before. This same study found the majority of their non-binary and transgender participants reported regularly masturbating. I believe that our statistic looks like this because women continue to receive strong messages that women who masturbate regularly are sexual deviants. Women have historically been denied the experience of pleasure. Historically, female sexuality has been for the purposes of childbearing or for male pleasure, and the concept of female masturbation was completely irrelevant because women were either not allowed to or believed that they could not experience pleasure. Women of the 19th century were shamed for having a high sex drive. They called this hysteria. And many believed that the clitoris was a useless organ and that women were unable to receive pleasure. Today's women logically know that these things aren't true, but I don't believe that everyone is in touch with that erotic side of themselves and that many women still carry shame for experiencing and seeking out pleasure. Masturbation for some can actually be a resistance to traditional feminine norms. This told women that they didn't deserve to experience pleasure. When a woman masturbates, she's not concerned with producing babies. She is not concerned with pleasing her partner. She's doing this for complete pleasure and self-care. And that is just awesome. Today's research indicates that the majority of women masturbate, estimating this number to be as high as 85%. Studies found that a lot of people choose not to masturbate because of a lack of interest, and this reason was highest in women. Masturbation is stigmatized and understudied even in the sex therapy realm. There's still a lot of work to be done to understand this process. There's especially little research done to understand what influences arousal in women. Low interest in sexuality is a very common occurrence for women, and we absolutely need more focus in this area to help women who want to work on this aspect of their lives. Women are expected to walk a very fine line of what's considered a correct amount of sexual. 
you're either flirty or you're being too easy. You're either being vanilla or you're considered a slut. So the numbers that confirm a percentage of women who masturbate, take those numbers with a grain of salt because I believe that there's a lot of women that are afraid to disclose their true masturbation status. The 85% stat is truly an estimate based on current trends, but I think that's pretty close to being accurate. When we think of what represents what it means to be a female, most think of things that are very relational in nature. Here is a form of empowerment that has nothing to do with giving or relying upon another human. They experience pleasure the way that they want it, in the positions that feel good for them, wearing and looking however they feel most like themselves. Masturbation can be the ultimate form of self-expression and is absolutely a form of self-discovery for young women and girls. Because of stigma and messages being sent to young women about what the perfect vagina looks like, a lot of women feel disgusted by their vaginas. Masturbation is a way of getting to love those bits of yourself that everyone seems to be telling you is wrong to love. I'm going to have a whole Sexy Saturday episode dedicated to anatomy and normalizing the penis and the vulva vagina because I want to give all of those awesome bits the attention that they deserve. When I think about Shania, I wonder if she's ever explored her own desire for self-pleasure. Does she masturbate? What's her relationship with her body like? These are very complicated questions, but if Shania is willing to explore herself more, she may find masturbation to be a welcome addition to her regular health routine. Masturbation correlates with better sexual functioning. It can help to exercise your pelvic floor muscles. These are muscles that help to maintain erections in men and make orgasms stronger for women. So stronger pelvic floor muscles can actually make stronger erections and stronger orgasms in women. If a man has difficulty with ejaculating quickly, one of the recommendations a sex therapist might give is guided masturbation because with practice, a guy can actually learn to last longer. Women who've never experienced orgasm before, and yeah, there's a lot of women out there who haven't. This is totally normal. If these women come to a sex therapist, they might be asked also to practice regular masturbation. Numerous couples report experiencing a much more vibrant sex life with the addition of masturbation to their individual care routines. This is because every time you masturbate, you're practicing using the same erotic pathways in your brain that you use during sex. Practice using these pathways makes it easier to access them for sex. Some couples enjoy masturbating together. In the same space, it can be a form of erotic foreplay, or through mutual masturbation, it can be a very safe and pleasurable way to be intimate with your partner. This can be helpful if the couple is abstaining from penetrative sex for some reason. Mutual masturbation is also a great way for couples who are in long-distance relationships to be sexually intimate with one another. But please do take care in maintaining your privacy online and to your comfort level. Please know that when you choose to be intimate in front of a camera at any time, you are taking a risk of having your privacy violated. So take care. Masturbation can also become a compulsion. If you're masturbating so often that it's interfering with your work or your relationship, you do need to address this. 
It is possible for people to masturbate so much that they're unable to have meaningful intercourse with their partner. This is something that Shania and Mark should look at. The couple reports that they're having a vibrant sex life, but if they feel that the overall quality of their sexual relationship is suffering, or if Mark is struggling at work because of time needed to masturbate, then this does need to be looked at. Please know that when I'm encouraging everyone to masturbate regularly, this should not be at the expense of meaningful intercourse with your partner. Some people do get hooked on the pleasure hormones that are released while masturbating and at orgasm. This does not mean that everyone should deny themselves pleasure because this could happen, but it does mean that you need to be cognizant about your own tendencies. And if you notice yourself moving into compulsion territory, it's important to address this. How do people masturbate? I found a super interesting study that looked at this. They found that 79% of participants use their dominant hand to masturbate, which directly contradicts the stigma that men use their left hand to masturbate because it feels like someone else. Interestingly, of the left-handed folks surveyed, they were more likely to use their non-dominant hand to masturbate than right-handed folks. More women masturbated with sex aids than men. Sex toys are stigmatized in general, and I find it sad that easily accessible tools to safely give people more pleasure have such a bad reputation. They're associated with deviancy, immaturity, and let's not forget the more pervasive stigma that you're an ineffective lover if you incorporate a toy into your sexual world. None. I repeat, none of these things are the truth. You do you. If using a sex aid gives you pleasure and enhances your erotic world, do it. So, today we've learned that masturbation is natural. It has physical, mental, and emotional health benefits. It's a form of female empowerment. It can enhance our existing sexual relationships. It's fun and it's educational. If you want to know how you can start to build masturbation into your life, do it more or do it differently, here's some places you can begin. First, pick a time of day where you can be alone, comfortable, and without mental distractions. Yes, those times of day do exist. It's crazy, I know. Put on music that turns you on. If you don't like music, don't put music on. Wear whatever you feel most comfortable in. Start with a gentle massage and caress yourself without stimulating the genitals. Then, move slowly into genital exploration. The goal of your play session should never be orgasm. It should be curiosity, exploration, and experiencing the maximum amount of pleasure you're able to experience. If orgasm happens, this can be a welcome addition. Having a goal of orgasm means you're walking into this time with pressure to perform, and that pressure alone can be enough to reduce the amount of pleasure you experience. Second idea, visit an adult store in your area or an online adult store site. There's a lot of benefits to visiting a store in person. The salespeople are very knowledgeable about the products and they're super professional. They really see lots of folks of all kinds, so they're very welcoming to new people in the stores. For online stores, I really like pinkcherry.com. There's tons of variety, and they actually have a sex education portion to their site. Their shipping is great, and their packages are discreet. I'll put a link to their site in the show notes. 
<laughs> Funny story. I once ordered a toy from Amazon and the description of said toy was all over the outside of the packaging for a family member to see when they were picking up the mail. There are some interesting questions. Fortunately, I found it very funny, but it could have been quite traumatizing to a different family. So be careful when you're shopping online. Do some research on different kinds of sexual aids. There's a lot out there and it can feel overwhelming, but I find that education can only increase comfort with something like this. Finally, another suggestion. If you're in a romantic relationship, you can suggest watching each other masturbate as a form of foreplay. This may not be appealing for everyone, but for some it's worth a shot, and I wanted to provide a helpful suggestion that might pique your interest. You can also suggest mutual masturbation as an addition to your regular sexual script. I hope you enjoyed today's masturbation celebration. You know, when writing this episode, I truly went back and forth on how detailed I should get with you today. It's walking a fine line to give honest and open information and not offend someone. All of these thoughts I had writing this came from somewhere, though. And I really think that they came from societal stigma of the unimportance and the deviancy of masturbation, and that it's still something that a lot of us internally believe that needs to be kept under wraps. In self-reflection, even me, someone who has dedicated a good chunk of their time studying about all things sex, can carry unintentional bias about masturbation. That says just how powerful it is. I am so happy to be celebrating the wonders of masturbation with you today, and I truly encourage each and every one of you to celebrate it regularly. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being brave and entering this space and for holding space for me. Take good care. walking a fine line to give honest and open information and professional and well-researched information and still not offend someone. All of these thoughts I had writing this came from somewhere and the fear and anxiety I had came from somewhere. I believe they came from societal stigma of the unimportance or the deviancy of masturbation and that it's something that needs to be kept under wraps. In self-reflection, even me, someone who has dedicated a good chunk of their time studying about all things sex, can carry unintentional bias about masturbation. It's a pretty powerful thing. I am so happy to be celebrating the wonders of masturbation with you today, and I truly encourage each and every one of you to celebrate it regularly. Very regularly. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for being brave and entering this space and holding space for me. Take very good care of yourself.